Colleges are back on campus, and with that means that you get to spend more time with your friends, but it also means that you need to optimize your schedule to be able to hang out with your friends. When you were staying home, you probably weren't around your friends 24-7, and because of that, you were able to hopefully find more time to do work, whether that's schoolwork, build projects, or whatever that might look like. But when you're on campus and either you're in a dorm and you're surrounded with all your friends or maybe you have an apartment with a bunch of your other friends, you need to find time to hang out with them because that's what college is really about. And the most important part about moving onto campus is these first couple weeks. I know that last episode was all about how to make friends and that's very important in the first couple weeks. But the other thing that's super important is actually making sure that you set yourself up for success. And the first thing that you can do is look at your schedule. At the beginning of each semester, I plan what I'm going to do each day, kind of like what type of homework I'm going to do. So I've kind of find out the due dates and the general schedule each course follows, and I allocate like this much time to each homework. And that way I'm kind of like spreading the homework across the weeks. So I'm not too busy on any one day and not too like free on any day. So it's pretty balanced there. And so that kind of like helps me manage my schedule and stay on task. And just knowing that I'm supposed to be doing these specific tasks on these days really brings about some structure uh, to my schedule. I find it very helpful. Trust me when I say this, taking just an hour or two, and that's really all it takes to really schedule out when your classes are, when to do homework and everything like that, will save you so much time throughout the whole year. Now, all because you have all these things scheduled, that doesn't necessarily mean that you can't take an impromptu trip to In-N-Out Burger to hang out with the boys. Or if you're at UCF and you just want to go with your friends to Disney World, that doesn't mean you can't do that either. The schedule is there to give you a friendly reminder of like, hey, you should probably be working on that project just so that you don't have to cram everything in the last five hours before that exam, before that project is due or anything like that. So when you're thinking about scheduling these things, what apps should you use? One app that I really like to use is called the Summit app. This app is uh, just like a very... Uh, simple to use, similar to a calendar. You can add events onto the app for each day. You can schedule them, have them repeat each week. And when you finish one, you can check it off and it's really satisfying. So at all times, you kind of know like, what do I still have to do today? Uh, what have I finished? And um, if you like run out of time today, you can reschedule events um, to future days. Or if you didn't finish something from before, you see that the next day you can make that a priority. So just having that reminder there, being able to have that checklist really helps me free my mind and not have to think about, oh, what do I have to do? What other homework do I have? It's almost like a planner. So I find that app really helpful. You just heard from Steven, who's a comp sci major at Carnegie Mellon. He interned at Citadel during the summer, and he's now interning at Facebook this fall. And on top of all of that, he's a YouTuber as well. So we'll link his stuff all in the show notes below. So when it comes to scheduling and making sure that you have time for everything, Steven is obviously an expert because he has so much on his plate. Now let's check in with Shay, who's a student at the Simon Fraser University, about some of the apps that she uses. I mainly use Notion as my content calendar for my work on social media, but I also have a template on there where I put all of my due dates, um, class information and all of that. And I find that Notion is like the most customizable app that I've ever had. It is a little hard to get used to at first, but when you get over that learning curve, it's much easier and you can use it for basically anything you want. We'll link to Shay's Notion page down in the show notes, but literally Notion can be used for anything. We've got a bunch of episodes around Notion from networking and how to use time blocking and everything like that. So you can check those out if you want. But what about some apps for, let's just say, studying? And for-
forest and flips our Pomodoro apps. Um, if you don't know, Pomodoro is a method of working where you work for a certain time, which is usually 25 minutes, and then rest for a limited time, usually five minutes, and you go into these cycles of work and rest, and it's meant to optimize your concentration so you're not wasting time being distracted while you work. Um, I really like Forest because it gamifies the process. So at the beginning, when you set your timer, usually 25 minutes, you can plant a virtual seed. And basically, if you successfully finish your timer, then you just grow a virtual tree, which I think is so cute. And then Flipped is also a great alternative. I think the user interface is so nice. Super cute, so I highly recommend those two. Look, I'm gonna be honest, studying, no one really likes to study. But if you can grow a tree while you're doing it, I mean, why not? It makes it a little bit more fun. So we covered a couple apps around studying, a couple apps around scheduling. What about your mental health? And then lastly, I recommend the Stoic app, which is based on the principles of Stoicism. And it's basically a journaling app, and it has built-in meditation, journal, thought exercises, breathing exercises. So it's really helpful if you don't like freehand journaling and you need something a little more structured. And yeah, you can do check-ins throughout the day. So you're making sure that you're in tune with your mind and taking care of your mental health. And we're going to be talking a lot more about mental health in season 14. But seriously, this is something that you really need to think about, especially going into this next semester where a lot of you haven't been on campus for a long time. There are going to be pressures that you might not be used to because they're not really there when you're at home. And then the added pressures of being in school, needing to succeed, and honestly, for us with immigrant parents, wanting to please our parents as well. Saying all that, being at the first semester that you might be on campus for, you might run into some of the same problems that Shay did at the beginning of her college career. So in first year, I made the mistake of overscheduling my day where I basically had four to six hours of sleep every night. I was over-exercising. I was not actually sitting down to eat. So I was like not eating enough food to fuel my day. Um, I had a lot of really bad habits and it kind of reflected in my day-to-day mood and also my energy. So it was that time when I had to really sit down and think about how sustainable what I was doing is, which it obviously wasn't. So to get out of this mess that I put myself into, I basically had to scrap everything and start with the basics. So I knew that I wanted to prioritize my physical and mental health, which means that I need to get enough sleep have time to sit down and eat, have time to see friends. I learned to build my schedule off of those essentials first, those things that will help me fuel my day and also be more productive, and then put in my class times and then work off of there. So during that process, I realized that productivity isn't about getting as much done, it's about getting the right things done. This realization helped me prioritize what's important in my life and for my work, say no to all the wrong things and to avoid burning out. I truly believe in the 80-20 rule where 80% of the outcome or consequences come from the 20% of action. So as students, 
when there are so many other responsibilities and opportunities pulling us in different directions, I think it's really important to be able to prioritize your work, identify what's going to be useful for you and what's important for your life and building your schedule around that. At the end of the day, we have to remember that being busy is not the same thing as being productive and being busy might not help you get to where you want to be. I honestly love that last line around being busy versus actually being productive. Many times being busy can be like you're on a treadmill. You're running really fast, but you're not really going anywhere. And I have seen so many college students do this and have this huge problem in their careers. They're doing so much. They're the president of this club. They're a member at this club. They're the treasurer here. They're interning. They have a job. They're doing all these different sort of things, but they're not actually focused. Doing a lot and trying a lot is super important, but you have to understand and know when to stop and refocus on doing the things that are actually producing results for your career. Doing one internship or project really well and networking really well in one niche is probably better than having a network of 10,000 connections on LinkedIn that you've never even talked to. It's the whole quantity versus quality debate, but I want to just change the topic a little bit more to check out this last final tip that we're going to get from Steven. Another major thing that's really important is, um, I don't know about you guys, but for me, I feel like I'm very easily addicted to a lot of like TV shows and movies. And I talk about this in my YouTube video about how to manage your time. And the reason I did some research on this, and the reason is because of dopamine levels. So um, it's kind of like tolerance. If you're constantly in a state of high dopamine, you're going to not want to do anything that's low dopamine. So like I find out during like summer breaks, uh, in high school, I would like just binge watch a bunch of shows and that's like very high dopamine activities and I wouldn't want to do anything. And every day would like kind of suck and I would feel really tired and unmotivated and after a while even watching shows got boring. And at that time, it just felt like life was so meaningless. And so I think during the school year, it's really important to not over rush yourself with this high level of dopamine. Um, so like if you can, try to do things with lower dopamine, like maybe reading, working out um, and that will help you keep more motivated to study because your body is used to lower levels of dopamine and so that way studying doesn't seem as brutal or as boring and so you know um, this doesn't mean just like constantly remove any level of dopamine from your life you're gonna be really sad if you do that but um, what I mean is like don't sit there every day and just watch a bunch of movies you know um, usually you can have like bursts of high dopamine where you watch like maybe one episode a day or something like that but in general, you want to keep your levels, your average level of dopamine lower so that way you're motivated to do work. So by doing this and kind of like uh, stop procrastinating and planning my schedule really early, I'm able to stay motivated, stay on task and have a clear goal. Because I'm a very goal-oriented person and I feel like having these goals set and defined from early on, having these expectations for myself really helps me stay on task and uh, manage my schedule well. I totally feel Steven on this. At the beginning of the pandemic, I started Naruto. And for those of you who don't know, that's like 650 episodes, each episode being about 20 to 25 minutes or so. I think I finished it in like six or eight months. That is a lot of episodes. And it was literally getting to a point where I was just watching the series to watch the series and like try to finish it as quickly as possible. It wasn't because I was like enjoying Naruto. 
And that's sort of what Steven is talking about, where there sort of becomes a law of diminishing returns when it comes to how much dopamine you can give yourself. You've got to find ways to cause yourself, your mind, your body, or in some way, shape, or form to struggle. Obviously, I'm not saying to do anything extreme, but there are things like what Steven suggested, like going and working out. I can guarantee you that most people don't like working out, but yet they still do it because they know that they have to to stay in shape. And even though it is a struggle, it's like this self-discipline thing where you kind of force yourself to do it. And the more you do it, the more you want to keep doing it because you know that if you can force yourself to work out, you can force yourself to send that cold email where you get to meet someone who might introduce you to someone else that might just lead you to that internship. All in all, I think the biggest lesson from this episode is to really understand that there's a difference between working really hard and productivity. Yes, you can do both, but they don't mean the same thing. And, well, that's about it. I'm out.